So we are so excited to, uh, to be continuing our series tonight called Real Friends. And so before, I want, you to, I want you to take a moment, I want you to think about your friendships. And I want you to ask yourself this question. Have you ever had a moment when you thought to yourself, how did this happen to me? How did this happen to me? You, uh, some of you are shaking your heads. You're recalling times when you're thinking to yourself, how did this happen to me? So I, I cannot necessarily think of an exact time, but I know there have been times in my life where friends of mine have gotten me in trouble. Like, you know, some of you may be kind of maybe the, the gullible one that says, your, says your friends go, hey, go do this. And you're like, yeah, I'll go do it. Yeah, I, I wasn't thinking of you, but, or wasn't going to call you out, but yeah, I figured that would be, that would, no. <laughs> You're too funny. So anyway, so maybe, maybe you've gotten in trouble because of a friend's influence in your life. Maybe it's something that you've done, but chances are you've asked yourself that, this question at some point, how did this happen to me. How did I end up in this place? When it comes to friendships, how did this happen to me? And see, here's the thing. We all tend to see our bad, de- bad decisions as something that happened to us. Listen, guys, listen. We all have a tendency to think about when we make bad decisions. We, we very seldom, okay, can we, can we be honest with, with each other tonight? Can we be honest to say this, that a lot of times when it comes to our bad decisions, we very seldom will go, you know what, yep, I, I made a bad decision, right? Most of the time, we look at what, whatever, whatever helped in that bad decision, like the bad decision happened to us. Like we always try to find fault with someone else, right? Well, yes, I shouldn't have I don't know. I don't even want to start giving out examples. But, but, you know, we shouldn't have gone there. And if I, you know, but that, just because I went there, that wasn't the problem. It was because this person gave me this or did this or whatever. Right? So we get, we get into this where it's all about our bad decisions happening to us rather than us taking ownership of our bad decisions and saying, yeah, I screwed this one up. I messed up. I shouldn't have done what I did. But the problem is, is we have a tendency to, to, to say that it happened to us. But here's the thing that we need to understand. In all of our bad decisions, I'm no math expert, right? But we all know what the common denominators are, right? We all, we, we're all familiar with the common denominator. In your bad decisions, what is the common denominator? You. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Crystal, for that. I think Pastor Ryan... He's missing out. Like he, he, he's, you're just too funny. So, but here's the thing: you, the common denominator is you. And here's the thing: the reality is is that the most of the bad decisions we make and the negative consequences that we experience don't just happen to us; we happen to them. So, I want us tonight to to look at and to help you look at one of the things that contributes to your making of bad decisions. There can be many reasons that go into your making of bad decisions, but here is one of the things, one of the primary things that goes in to when you make a bad decision. You know what it is? Your friends. Your friends. Your friends really play a big part in you making bad decisions. You know, when it comes to 
our friendships, we want the people who are closest to us to be our real friends. We, when it comes to our friendship, those that are closest, we expect them to be our, our real friends. You know, like just real friends. Not, not just, you know, an acquaintance. We want them to be our real friends. Because it's those people who are influencing us the most. The people that you're closest to. The people that, that and we're going to talk about it some the people in your inner circle. The people that you hold close are the people who, that are influencing you the most. And so... There's this, there's this book in the Bible by the name of Proverbs, and a lot of it, a lot of it is, is very wise sayings. Uh, Solomon wrote all or most of it, and, and it's, he was believed at the time and even maybe you know, to this day to be the wisest man ever to live. And so he talks about friendship. He talks about relationships in Proverbs a lot. And so in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 26, it says this. The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. So here's the thing. We look at that word righteous, right? The word righteous here simply means that people to do the right thing. It, it's, to be righteous, you do the right thing. So if we want to be righteous people and make the right decisions for our future, Solomon says, what do we need to do? We need to choose our friends carefully. If we want to, if we want to make the right decisions, we need to choose our friends carefully. You see, righteous people choose friends that help them make the right choices. If we're going to... If we're going to make the right choices, it's about the friends that we choose because they're going to be the, the closest ones to us. You see, learning, um, learning how to choose your friends really is a thing that it, it, it's going to benefit you in the long run, right? Because here's the thing, real friends have influence. Real friends have real influence, so what does Solomon say about the wicked? I mean, what, so we say the righteous are people wanting to do the right thing. Well, the wicked simply means the opposite of righteous, righteousness. It's, it's talking about the bad decision makers. And here's the thing. So we're, we're going to have people in our lives, and many of you can think about the people in your lives that influence you positively that inf and, and other friends that influence you negatively. You see, here's the thing I, I want to just understand is that... that not all those people are bad, they're just short-sighted, right? Because a righteous, a, a, a friend that's going to have our best interests in mind, they're looking long-term. They're understanding that, that, you know, the decisions that we make now will affect us down the road. But you know what? Those friends that maybe affect, affect us in a negative way, they're not looking long-term. They're, they're short-sighted people. So, if you want a future you can be proud of with the fewest amount of regrets, you're going to need people around you who see more than right now. Right? You're going to need people around you that see more than right now. Because here's the thing. There's a lot of your friends that they're not looking past high school. Like just their scope and vision of their life doesn't get them past graduation day. That's all they're looking about is if these three or four years, you know, what is it? That we can do to have fun. And, and who cares about the ramifications of our decisions? They're not looking long term. 
They're, they're short-sighted. But when you have a friend, a true friend, they're going to be looking at like, hey, what is this decision going to mean 10 years down the road? How is this going to affect your life 10 years down the road? Because how many of you can sit here tonight and think of somebody that you know that has made decisions that, you know what, they're going to pay for those, those decisions in their, into their 20s, not just until they're 18, right? So a question to ask when it comes to our friends is this. Is this person a good influence on me right now? Is this person a good influence on me right now? And when, if they're an influence, it's not just about the influencing you in the now, but are their decisions influencing you for the better down the road too, long term? See, here's the thing, and it doesn't mean, so if we have somebody that doesn't, that doesn't influence us for the better, it doesn't mean that we neglect them, that we, that we don't interact with those friends. We just interact with them differently. You change how, they, how much they influence they have in your life right now. So you, some of you may sit back and you may struggle. You may come to, to 180 every once in a while, every week, I don't know. But you, you come in and you listen to us talk and you're like, there's something in you that says, and I really need to give more of my time, more of my life to God, to my faith. I need to invest more time in my relationship with God. But at the same time, there's this weight of these, these friends and what are they going to say? How are they going to treat me? Right? And so a lot of times, you've, I mean, come on, let's just be honest. You may have heard it said in church, well, you know what? When, when, you, when you, you know, you got to change all your friends when you start following Jesus. And there's some validity in that, but here's the thing that we need to understand is we need to be able to change the amount of influence that those friends that maybe they don't want to serve God like I want to serve God, maybe we need to change the amount of influence that they have in our lives. And listen, I don't want to stand up here and make it sound like that's super easy. But if you truly want to really commit more of your life to Jesus, and you really want to grow in your faith, one of the things you have to do is stop giving people in your life a great amount of influence when they're, they're negatively influencing your life. So think of this, I want you to think of this a little bit in, in different layers, right? Friendship in different layers. You can think of it like circles. All right. So here, I got this up here. We're gonna, and I'm gonna show you just how awesome of a of a Van Gogh artist that I am. So here's the deal. We're gonna we're gonna start here with this. I'm I know I am awesome. You're gonna see it here. Okay. You. So that's you. All right. Pretty plain. Pretty simple. Pretty round. But that's you. All right. So there you go. That's you. So you have your best friends, your good friends, and then the people that you just hang out with. So your inner circle, your, your two or three of your best friends, right? They're, they're, they're this, you've got this circle, right? You've got this circle around you. This is your inner circle. These are, like I said, these are your best friends.
All right, so you've got, you, you've got that circle, right? It's your best friends. These are, these are those, those two or three that you're truly close with. You're really, really close with. They're in that circle. But then you've got kind of this, this other circle, this middle circle. And these are just your good friends, right? Just good friends. So these are your good friends. These are people, they're, they're in your larger friend group, but they're, they don't have as much influence over you, right? Then you've got this, this other circle. And these are just like your, you know, your general friends, if you will, right? Just kind of acquaintances. You see... This, this group here, this, this, these general friends, these are people that you just kind of hang out with. You're not super close, but they're in your friend group. And the problem is that we run into, is, and then we have these good friends, and then we have our best friends. And the problem is, too often, we allow this outside group to have too much influence over our lives. You're eating a cookie? Okay. But we have these best friends that have too much. You can catch up afterwards, girls. You can catch up afterwards. So you've got the best friends. These are the people that have the most influence over your life. But who are these people? Who are you allowing to have the most influence? The problem is, is we allow too many of our general friends, too many people to have influence over our lives. And this is where the key comes in. This is what I want you to walk away with tonight, is that you've got to guard your inner circle. You've got to guard this inner circle. Okay, all this, you've got to guard this. Who do you let into that inner circle? Because those are the people that are going to influence you the most. These are the people that are going to influence you the most. So here's the thing, if you want to grow in your faith, but yet you have people in this inner circle that aren't interested in growing their faith, then it's going to be hard for you to grow in your faith. If you have people in this inner circle that want to party, then that's what you're going to do. Because here's the thing. You've heard me say this before in other messages. You show me your friends, I'll show you your future. The people that you hang around with, you can say you want to be whatever you want to be, but show me the people you're hanging out with, and that's how you're going to turn out. Plain and simple. I think I've said it also, that, that your friends are like elevator buttons, right? They either take you up or they take you down. So what friends are you going to have? And again, this doesn't mean that you're a jerk and you're, you walk up to people and say, hey, listen, you, we don't have the same, the same desires. We don't have the same you know, goals in our lives, so we're just not going to hang out. No, I mean, that's, then you're a jerk. I mean, that's just plain and simple. But you just begin to allow them to have less influence over your life. Because the more you surround yourself and you allow people into your inner circle that, that want to do and have the same goals as you do, then you're going to be able to, to, to live out the life that you want. So again, the, wall, the, the takeaway tonight is to guard your inner circle. So as we're going to get ready to head to, to small groups tonight, 
And we're going to give you a lot of time because I think this is a great topic for you to kind of hash through because this is one of those things that students struggle with because there's, they say, man, I, I really want to do more for God. I really want to give more of my life to my faith, but just all of this other stuff, all of these other people keep getting in the way. And so I want to challenge you to guard your inner circle. To choose your friends wisely. Choose, as, as, as Solomon said, choose your friends carefully. Because otherwise, if you don't choose your friends carefully, they are going to lead you astray. And I don't care if they're in a Bible study with you. I, you know, they, anybody can go to a Bible study. But if they're truly not living out their faith the way that you want to live out your faith, then they're going to drag you down just because they even come to church doesn't always mean that they have the same goals for their life that you do. So I want to challenge us tonight. Who is in your inner circle? Who maybe is in your inner circle that you're like, you know what, I like them, they're a nice person, but man, maybe I need to reevaluate this and not give them the influence. Again, you're not shunning them. You're just simply saying, in your heart, I cannot allow this person to have the type of influence over my life that they have had. Because friends influence each other. And there is no flat influence. You either influence somebody for the better or for the worse. Right? They, they influence you for the better or for the worse, or you influence them for the better or for the worse. And it's like we talked about last week, be the friend that you want to have. Be the friend that you want to have. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for this, this group tonight, Lord, and I thank you for this topic because, God, I know friends, God, even as a 45-year-old guy, Lord, friends are always a challenging topic. And, Lord, I just pray that you will help us tonight. Lord, be able to sit back and, and, and evaluate the, the influences that we have in our life. Because, Lord, so often our plans and our direction gets derailed because we allow the wrong people to have influence in our lives. And, God, I pray that tonight that we will set back and that we will look at our inner circle and the people in our life that we need to give influence to and allow to influence us. And, Lord, even those in our lives that we need to not allow to influence us as much. So, Father, I pray for our small group time. I pray for our small group leaders, God, that, that God, it wouldn't just be, Lord, just goofing around, but, God, allow us to have some real serious conversations, Lord, some real heart-to-hearts, and be honest and open about our, our friendships and how they influence us. So, Father, I pray tonight that, that you will help us to begin to maybe tonight make some changes that, we, that we've been contemplating, that we've been feeling that we need to make in this area. So, Father, we give you praise, Lord, tonight in Jesus' name. Amen.